Hello, this is Lawrence R. Harvey, and you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com. Although, how you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com without your head, I, I, I simply don't know. And here on WrestleMania Sunday, it's Soskamania Sunday on, on Without Your Head, the Twisted Twins, Jen and Sylvia Sosko. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, thank you for having us. We're calling you out, Bellas, WrestleMania 35. <laughs> well, it's so sad that Nikki Bella got proposed to by John Cena last year, and this year she's going to have to bury him after he faces The Undertaker. It's sad. It's Things go fast in wrestling world. And then on the flip side, Bree's love healed Daniel Bryan. And that- Daniel Bryan is back. It's a wrestling miracle. It's a legitimate miracle. Like, if people in this generation are like, oh, I've never seen a miracle, be like, have you ever seen how Brie Bella's love cured Daniel Bryan? <laughs> yeah. Did not expect that, uh, for, to see Daniel Bryan wrestle again, at, uh, especially in WWE. There's rumors, you know, he'd probably, he might leave and go wrestle in Japan or something. But uh, to see him wrestle in WWE, that's pretty, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And, you know, half of me was super excited, like every fan and in tears. And then the other half of me was like, wait a minute. Was it a gimmick this entire time that he couldn't wrestle? But from what I understand, it was real. It's a real bonafide miracle. Someone called the Pope. But that's the magic of wrestling. Like every everybody's been a wrestling fan at some time. And it really does suspend that disbelief. It's like pantomime. Mm-hmm. How long have you been wrestling fans? Oh my! Well, ever ever since the '90s, the Shawn Michaels uh-huh. Undertaker era feud, which was actually the storyline that launched Kane. Yeah, I, I remember. I think it was either the summer of '96 or the summer of '97. Like I dabbled in it, but the first thing I saw wasn't wrestling. It was the Undertaker just owning and controlling the crowd, talking about the story how he burned down his family home and horribly disfigured uh-huh. his brother. Yeah. And it's like, what is this? It was like a superhero soap opera. I never outgrew wrestling. I just had more time and money for it. Yeah, and then our par- my dad, he's been so supportive, our, our lovely conservative dad. But two things I promised him is I wouldn't become a professional wrestler and I'd never get tattooed. I guess he knew those would go hand in hand. <laughs> um, but the closest we got was uh, directing movies for the WWE with Tino Evil 2 and Vendetta. And when I, we got to work with Kane, and it was so funny when the project came to us because everybody was like, keep an open mind it's wrestling and uh, and then right away as soon as we saw it was Kane I was like you have no idea how passionate we are about this guy yeah that's pretty wild and uh, actually just that storyline alone all the Kane and Undertaker Paul Bearer stuff I think you could make a movie just on that Oh, absolutely. It was magnificent. You know, if I had my way, Undertaker would have retired when he fought CM Punk in that Paul Bearer memorial match. I mean, it was fan-fucking-tastic. 
fantastic. Well, you know, the Undertaker can never be defeated. Like that's the kind of cool thing. Like I know they do. They're kind of leaning towards more of a MMA fighters, where they're just showing off how talented they have with the athletes. But the theatrics is what really pulls me in. You know? I don't know what you're talking about. He's the phenom. He is an undead warrior. <laughs> by Magic Urn and Where is the urn right now? I think we should check out that. I don't know who Mark Calloway is. I don't know who you guys talk about. Yeah. I, w- I was at the Royal Rumble, I think it was 94, when uh, they, they buried The Undertaker. Uh, they put him in the cast, and then he rose. And it was, it's you know, on, on TV, it's kind of whatever. But there it was awesome because, you know, it was like practical facts. You saw The Undertaker up over the Titan Tron and all the, all the smoke, and it was an awesome experience. It's so crazy. Like, And remember, they also do those fire matches where they're literally setting the guys on oh, fire. Yeah. I remember when we were doing the movie at the end, in the original uh, script, that he was suppo- we were supposed to set Kane on fire. And they're like, you can't set him on fire. You know how dangerous that would be? Do you know he's like this big athlete? Like, um, do you watch the show? That dude is on fire 24-7. He creates fire. Fire matches uh, are his thing. <laughs> yeah, the Inferno match, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I miss Paul. I miss Yeah. I missed Paul Bear. I, I actually had Paul. I've interviewed Paul Bear a few times, and uh, he was a, a really great guy. Very, oh, very proud of Paul Bear on the show. That's amazing. You know, I I've been gifted since we've worked with the the studios that we get to go and go to the shows. We also get to go uh, backstage and we get to actually meet the guys. And yeah. you know, they're like real life superheroes. Like. When they're not there, they're visiting troops or they're visiting sick kids in the hospital. And it's not like they have, like, a camera crew there every time. That's it's just part of what they do. And they, they love giving back. Like, uh, Kane, Glenn Jacobs is uh, running for mayor right now mm-hmm. of, uh, I think, Tennessee, Knoxville or something like that. And I couldn't imagine a person who gives a shit more about the community actually being in politics there. And he's just, like, the kindest, sweetest guy. Yeah, and as much as I'm going to be calling and screaming for John Cena's blood mm-hmm. Tonight, uh, he's like real life Captain America. I think he's like made the Make a Wish like four or five times over. Oh yes, this is Paul Bear. Awesome! I think that was the ghost of Paul Bearer. He got so excited we were talking about him. He was like, "I, think I so. gotta make it." <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really out of practice on my Paul Bear impression. I used to do a better one, but I don't think I could oh, pull it know, off it's anymore. So, it's too it's much hard. They train you to do those chants, and I remember when I read, met Ric Flair, and I was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" And as soon as I walked away from the table, I'm like, "Woo!" And I'm like, Damn it! We're almost cool. We never looked uh, back. We never looked back to see the reaction. We just wooed and walked. Uh, uh, I I bet he loved it. I bet he loved it. He's such a great guy. He's such a great guy. They all yeah. are. My God. They all- Oh, and the Bellas. Like, I'm so happy they have their own show. When we met them for the first time, they're just they're just so cool, and they're even a bigger, larger than life than you actually see them on on TV in the shows because they're just they're just such cool girls. I really want to fight them though. I want to fight. Well, I wish they would have a women's tag team belt. Yeah, and, and then I want I want to wrestle them for it. Um, they'll probably destroy me, but we have Kane in the big show, you know, for backup uh-huh. right away. <laughs> You, oddly really enough, I, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh no! I'm so happy that finally we're calling the female wrestlers wrestlers again, yes. and not divas. Yeah, not divas. I mean, for a while, turn them into a that. Pink butterfly show. 
Yeah, it was oh, weird oh, because oh. with the 90s, they changed from the Attitude Era, and then they changed into back with being athletes, but they didn't have the have the right title for it, the diva thing. But I, I think they've I think they fixed it, and I love this show. I think it's so funny to see their characters. They're such cool people. I won't be happy until the women are smacking the guys around again like China. Oh, that was so cool. May she rest. May she rest. When's uh-huh. she getting into Hall of Fame? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no, I, th- I, I th- they definitely will do it, I think, at some point. I think they try not to put too many uh, deceased people in a year because I guess it's a little depressing. But I think she'll definitely you know, I hope they do a big event for her because she, she did so much. And I, I remember it was so tragic the last few years of her life. And I think it would be so beautiful to her memory if they, they were, you know celebrated everything she did and how much she changed the game. Yeah, I mean, as a young girl watching her on WWF at the time, I was like, wow, this woman's kicking ass and she's smacking guys around like she was a hero. Uh-huh. Now, I, I, on chattering with uh, Nicholas Vince, I remember one of you said that uh, you learned a wrestling move from Kane, but then you never followed up on, on what the wrestling move was. Oh, okay. So Kane taught me how to lock up and uh-huh. go uh, twist somebody into an arm bar. And then Big Show, uh, and it's funny because these guys, usually they only have to do strength wrestling, but they're very uh, technical wrestlers, but they never get to show mm-hmm. that off. Um, I myself have learned that I probably wouldn't have been a technical wrestler because uh, Big Show couldn't teach me some of the fancier stuff he was doing, <laughs> but he did teach me how to do a good smack, I feel a you chop. Would, I feel you would be uh-huh. aerodynamic. I'm not satisfied until both of us can do a moonsault turnover. Oh my gosh, I want to do a hurricane <laughs> rant, but obviously we're Mike's skills. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Mike skills. Uh, uh, yeah, which which you definitely need. Uh, did you ever do any backyard wrestling or anything like that with, with your friends? Since your your father told you he didn't want you to become wrestlers. Uh, we just pretended to be uh, superheroes. Always, uh-huh. we went straight at men, Catwomen. Yeah, but we did a sport kickboxing. That was always fun to do. I've never, I like, I've always wanted to do wrestling. Still, like, mm-hmm. I might. I know my, my dad's still alive. I hope he'll give me a pardon if I get, like, a big wrestling event. I'll be like, Dad, I have to fight the bell if you don't understand. <laughs> Dad, WrestleMania, I have to. I have to. <laughs> For all the kids and speaking of, you know, team, I have to fight the bell. Uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, speaking of women in wrestling, the, uh, I mean, I'm really looking forward to asking for Charlotte. I think that's uh, one of the high, that's one of the main matches I'm looking forward to on the show. I love that. And finally, we're watching the ladies as well as like headlines to be looking forward to. I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Royal Rumble. I don't know if you guys saw the, the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. And now Ronda's, back, Ronda's in the WWE. That's going to yep. be very exciting. Yeah, making Did her debut tonight. tonight. Yeah, no, she is. No, she does have it's her her and uh her and uh Kurt Angle oh, versus Stephanie, Stephanie and Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie is one of my favorite super villains ever. She's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's so definitely nice. someone you want to hate. Yeah. In a good oh. way. In a good way. She's wonderful. I I met Linda and Stephanie, and uh, I I have to say I did wash my hands after I shook their hands eventually, but I didn't want to ever. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh huh. So how about that? How did you guys uh, get involved in the WWE films? And you know, in doing uh, See No Evil Two with Kane. 
You know, it was wild. We got a, an email that there was an emergency script that we had to read right away, and that never happens. And then that evening, we got followed up on, did you read the emergency script? And we're like, oh, it is an emergency. And it was, you know, evil, too. And we're like, it couldn't be the sequel to the first one, could it? And were you, uh, did you like the first movie? I I love anything with wrestlers in it. And I think there sure. are opportunities to make it different, obviously, because mine is totally different. Mine is basically... Halloween too with Kane. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a self-aware, very '80s throwback, like schlocky horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. And I I just I would have gone more biblical. And with the third one, I'm definitely going to go like full on biblical. I always wanted to give Jacob Goodnight the power of the the curses of Egypt, like water running bloody and like oh, the gnats nice. and the. Lo- yeah, I'd put him in a situation where he's not just killing teenagers, because obviously he's strong enough to do that. Put him in a situation where he's killing, you know, people his size, maybe even bigger. Yeah, because mm. he can kill little people easy. One hit, done. I want to see him do some damage. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the um, the third one, is that that is actually happening? We've been in talks for three no evil for a long time. I want to do it. Okay. Kane wants okay. to do it. The original cast wants to come back because we got parts for them, too. So we're just, you know, balls in your court, WWE. Yeah, WWE Lionsgate. It's like printing money. <laughs> uh, if I could, I'd make so many WWE movies. I would make, like, The Room slash Bowfinger with Goldust, where Goldust tries to make it in Hollywood. No one will give him a chance because he's a wrestler, so he makes his own movie. I would love to do a Wyatt Family origin movie that's like The Hills Have Eyes, A Wrong Turn Meets the Sacrament. I desperately want them to get the rights to Police Academy, and then we just use all of their... All of their super, well, like, right? Kane is Hightower. It, it, it writes go. itself, right? Uh, the Miz uh, is Mahoney, obviously. I mean, it's, it's, it's so great. You can make your own characters. Obviously, Natalia will be some crazy cat to cop, you know? That have to be Tackleberry. Oh, Maybe John Cena. John Cena's an amazing actor. John Cena's fantastic. Oh, he wants to be Tackleberry. See, it's like printing money. WWE Studios, you have my number. <laughs> it was, uh, but that, that answer, there's a lot of people, uh, when I mentioned you guys were coming on, that uh, a lot of people asked about uh, See No Evil 3. So I'm glad you brought it up. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, a lot of people uh, think American Mary is their most popular film, but it's actually See No Evil 2, which I'm so grateful for. I mean, the WWE fans, which is what we are, are the coolest people on the fucking planet. Are you still there? Did I, did I, I hope I didn't lose you again. Hello? Hi, we're still here. Oh, Do you still all right, have all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just writing down the time. It's, a haunted, oh, it's a haunted interview. <laughs> oh, Rabbit, you guys are working on right now. How far along is Rabbit? You know, it's interesting because this is the first film we've ever made with Telefilm and uh, everything's ready to go. Everybody's kind of on standby and in holding positions. We're creatively putting the, the pieces together, but we're like, right, everybody's waiting at the finish line and we're just waiting for Telefilm to, you know, shoot the gun and say, go. Yeah, but we've been working on the designs with Masters Effects. We're going to be doing more practical effects and visual effects. So it's really going to have that 70s, 80s, horror body, horror feel. It's going to feel very Cronenberg. Uh, He's a huge inspiration to us. So we don't traditionally like remakes. And a big Mm -hmm. part of the reason we're doing this remake is just to, you know, make him happy. As a fan, 
I was terrified to think of somebody remaking Rabbit that didn't care about Cronenberg. It's like someone trying to remake a, a Lynch film with having, without having the proper respect to the original creator. So I think fans of the original uh, are really going to like it. People who've never seen it are really going to like it. Horror fans, non-horror fans. But David Cronenberg is going to like it at a level where he's either going to get a restraining order or adopt us. Yeah, it was made for him. Exactly. And also a crazy stunt. So we have uh, Laura Lash Chartrand uh, coming on to coordinate. And we have some we have some crazy things that we're doing to people. Obviously, it's going to be the safest way possible, but it's definitely going to look horrendously crazy. And I suck at surprises and it's been cute. Ah, me too. <laughs> Not to talk about my amazing cast. Yeah. The cast we have are just so good and people are going to lose their shit but sadly I just have to say I have a really good Marilyn Chambers for, for our Rose for yeah. our lead. She's fantastic she's she's well you know to play a Cronenbergian monster is such a unique thing and you need somebody who really is ready to play ball and ready to be in a lot of prosthetics and fake blood for hours Right exactly Now you said it has like a 70s and 80s uh, feel to it but I assume it's uh, updated for modern times. It takes place in modern day. Yep, absolutely. You're going to be watching it, and it's going to be a very right now uh, story. And you're going to see a lot of these gender issues and social topics that are in the media right now and the headlines uh, confronted in this as well in a nice horror kind of way where it's not just bashing you over the head. But it's going to have that mm-hmm. beautiful nostalgia, like you're watching one of David's original films. There's a lot of like shot composition, lighting choices that are really going to be in the vein of his uh, cinema. Is he aware of the remake? Yeah, he is. He's actually part of the reason that we got hired. It's a funny story that I can't share all the details for, but uh, he wasn't happy with uh, the direction it was taking. So there was uh, an, a reassessment and uh, they brought us in from that. that and uh, I hope that he, he likes it. I hope he checks it out. I know he, he likes American Mary. So, uh, and then also through uh, the grapevine of uh, Mary Heron, who's been kind enough to let me bother her to pass messages along to David. Uh, he said ours was the one he was most looking forward to. The only one a remake of his he's looking forward to. So I thought, you know what? That's more than enough. You know, I can put that on the yeah. poster. I'm happy. Well, that's enough for him. That's the thumbs up. You know, he also exactly. met his late wife on Rabbit. So, you know, there's a lot of respect to his privacy right now. And he's given so much. Uh, what I hope, because there's also a TV series component to Rabbit, that uh, he comes on as executive producer for the TV series. And he gets a, a Rabbit series that encompasses all things Cronenberg. So it's all about body horror and tra- humanism and all the things he's discussed and then instead of us having to wait for some studio to be brave enough to fund a david cronenberg movie we can go on netflix and binge all of this series like we got to do with twin peaks i mean i think people are ready for that kind of auteur kind of uh material to view i'd love yeah. people to get reunited and passionate about david again i mean we've seen so many of our masters of horror though i'm sure he wouldn't categorize him as that because he's you know in a genre all of his own we've had we've lost so many of them in the last decade. And it seems that people are only appreciating our West Cravens when they're already gone. And I really hate to hear David Cronenberg talking in the press saying how he's not making movies anymore because no one will fund them. And he's retiring to just act. I'm like, no, David, you have so many more movies. Please stay. So I hope that this film gets people excited for not just us, but for reevaluating and looking at all of David's work. Yeah, this movie is only cool because David Cronenberg's ideas are cool. 
Well, what is it about uh, body horror that uh, interests you, obviously, with Rabbit and American uh, Mary? You know, being identical twins, there's so much importance put on your physicality that you just want to break out of this flesh prison you feel that you're sometimes trapped in. And it's not just me that feels that way. I mean, people in the body mod community feel like that. People uh, people who are tra- experimenting with transhumanism to uh, elongate human life or human potential in any sort of way. It's the, it's the same thing about fighting past form while capturing what self actually means. I think it's one of the most interesting places to play. Plus, body horror is horror that can actually happen to you, whether it's like an amputation or a disease. I mean, it's the things that we really dread when we're going to sleep at night. Wow, ditto. Exactly what she said. He's not allowed to steal my answer. That was Sylvia's answer. I'm the smart one. <laughs> wow, that was me. He's the funny one. I'm the smart one. That's good. No, that. I would not anything for that. Absolutely. You know, the yeah. body body horror is like that fear of something happening within the self. It's like people who don't go to the doctor to see, you know, if they have cancer or do their blood test because they're afraid of knowing. But, you know, it doesn't change your situation whether you know or not. Everyone has that fear of the flesh. Mm -hmm. And even seeing blood makes you worry for your own blood. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, by the way, is uh, very personal to me is your blood drive. A few uh, two years ago, actually two years ago, uh, seven days ago, uh, I was was very sick. I had uh, 14 inches of my colon removed. I spent months in the hospital. Uh, When I got out, uh, complications and I started to bleed out. And I had to have oh blood transfusions, uh, four blood transfusions. So it's uh, very personal to me that uh, you guys do the blood drive because that saved my life. Oh, bless you. I promise I'm going to be doing those for the rest of our life. Uh, we, they're not funded currently. They all come out of the pockets and donations of everyone. But I just think it's such an important cause. And I actually can't believe that someone in horror hasn't thought of this genius idea of supporting the cause. Because the number one reason that people don't donate blood is because they're afraid. So mm-hmm. getting the horror fans onto blood donation is perfect because they're the coolest and also some of the most generous, fearless people in the world. You go to a horror convention, you're hugging everyone. Everyone. You see little kids dressed as leather. It's incredible. It's like world peace. Yeah. And if, if you're a pussy like me with needles, what you can do uh-huh. is just go on uh, our Twisted Twins uh, Studios, I believe, uh, YouTube channel and watch all of these uh, PSAs. There's one for every day in the month. Some are funny, some are scary, but it's a good way to distract you. And then also remember, like just like you, Neil, somebody is going to save your life like like you're saving a life you're literally being a hero that's the fucking bravest thing you can do and it takes two seconds and some tiny prick we have to deal with tiny pricks every day and we don't get to save lives so oh, it's at least worth it very true very true and kind of like you're saying about body horror uh, i had pains in my side here for for years and i didn't want to go to the doctor about it and then uh it became very something life-threatening and uh, i was dying so so you should go oh, to the hospital God. if you have something wrong Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that you're here still. Thank God. Or we wouldn't be having this lovely WrestleMania conversation. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 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 I know you don't have much time here, but uh, we do have a lot of questions from Facebook. Can I just ask a couple of them? Yeah, let's shoot through them. We'll try All to right. be, be uh, short. No let's right. do a couple. Yeah. All right. Keys Williams wants to know uh, about their future rap battle and what their rap names are. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, Jen and I 
we do we like we do a lot of uh uh karaoke and i do i do want to rap because that's the last thing that you'd expect from us and we are pretty good at, at throwing down a tune and not surprisingly <laughs> us white girls do a lot of eminem <laughs> not surprisingly i'm working on a, a rap god s yeah <laughs> um i don't i don't know what my i think it'd be probably a uh, little filth Little Sylph? Little Sylph, because I'm little, and Sylph is what all my friends call me. Mine's going to be genocide, because I'm going to just obliterate the competition. I hate having a twin that's always cooler than me! Genocide with a gen. (laughs) That that is a good one, I have to say. I like karaoke, too. I just did a really good monster mash at uh, the Boston Underground Film Festival karaoke. It was a fun time. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, Let me see. Uh, Erica Coffin, what's in a witch coffin? Do you love more, Erica or Zach? Oh, I like, I like Zerika Kaufman is when they're united on another astral plane where they've become one person. So take that with your trick fucking question. I'm sorry, Zach, when you ask me, I love you more. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't send a question and Erica did, so. Um, and also, so Maz Watkins wants to know, will crazy nymphos attack? Uh, when will it be ready? She was a backer, oh, and she knows it's setbacks, but she's stoked about it. And she thinks oh, you both get kick-ass. In the next couple months, we had such a hell of production. I didn't know what it was like to make a comic book, and now I know it's as challenging as it is to make a movie. Uh, but now it's worth the wait. And you know what? It, so aged, it aged to the right time to be it, coming out. I feel like it was a divine intervention. It has to come out now in this world that we live in right now is the moment. And thank you to everyone who supported it. Anyone who didn't back the Kickstarter will also be able to get it. Very cool. Well, I want to thank you both for coming on. It's been awesome to talk to you. Oh, thank you for having us on. Yeah, and then I want. I would like to do this again sometime because I wanted. I want to do a, a, a talk sometime about Human Centipede Three because I talked briefly to one of you at uh, in Charlotte about it, and I know one of you are, are fans and one isn't, so I think it would be a good. Yeah, yeah, Sylvia loves it, and I don't, and we could do an entire episode. Uh, you know what? We should call in like Lawrence Carvey also because let's I think Tom in. Let's see if Tom wants to play. He's I don't want to. don't want to tell Tom I don't like his third movie. He <laughs> didn't want you to like it. He didn't want you to. Okay, well, uh, we're going to go and thank you so much for having us. Please right. send us the link so we can share it. Yeah, definitely will. And I definitely can get Lawrence on. I know Lawrence well, so we'll do that at some point. Thanks again. <laughs> Oh